Welcome to Cosmic Conversations, where we interpret the stars so you don't have to. I'm Emily. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Rebecca. And we're your astrologer hosts. Astrology is all around us all the time. So if you're an astrology student at any level or just astrology curious, this podcast is our invitation to come eavesdrop on our monthly cosmic conversations about how astrology is showing up in our daily lives as real-time examples of what astrologers mean when we say, as above, so below. Cheryl, are we live? We are definitely live, and I am <laughs> definitely live. Friends. I have my computer glitched. So. <laughs> I think I have. Okay. And I hear an echo. Hang on. If Cheryl, I are we live? Oh shoot. Are we still live? Yeah, there's an echo. Yep. We're still there's... live. In the universe. Yeah. Okay. I think my my thing was echoing and going crazy. So hi, welcome everyone. Cosmic Hi. Happening early in the morning now. Um, so excited to be here with everyone who's tuning in. If you're here, please let us know. Um, type down in the chat. Me and Cheryl are so excited. We are missing one of our, our friends, Rebecca, today, but she had an emergency that came up. Um, so she is not here. Well, not really an emergency. She had a celebration. I mean, it's a perfect timing. We're in the middle of two very, two very eclipses. potent eclipses, right? So something had to happen. Yeah. And um, when we we were talking about the topic we wanted to explore, we want to talk about things that are super relevant. So we are in an eclipse right now. And um, if if you are here, if you are open and you are wanting to learn about what an eclipse means, how it shows up and what it's going to be doing for you in your life, you are in the right place. We'll also be talking about like the fundamentals, the things that people always skip over. Um, so you never actually learn the foundation. So we're going to get there. But this is the crazy thing. Cheryl wrote about these eclipses um, in our in a yearly forecast, right? And I want Cheryl to share a little bit about what she said. And then she's going to put forth these activating questions that she had associated with the current eclipses we're in. But wrote, when did you write this? This was written in this was a year ago. This was I, like last December. Um, I think that's when you assigned this project to us. Yeah. So we'll yeah. link this in the comments too after this so you guys can read this. Um, but Cheryl, let's get into like what do we actually need to be thinking about, feeling about, looking at, exploring, and doing right now to like activate a line with the eclipse? What did you got in there? This was um, a lot to do with money, how you make money, um, how you receive money. Um, and so I wrote some questions. What did you learn about money in the past year? Um, when was the last time you felt out of control in the name of money, finances, and values? And let me tell you, now that I'm reading this question again, um, I wrote about how I got scammed in the past for $35,000 and I was feeling gutted. Remember that? Yeah. Kind of thing? And now my money issues came from finding a dead raccoon in my ceiling. And I'm literally $30,000 in the hole again because of this dead raccoon that happened. So the financials for me was, it's, it's crazy. Well, and these are important questions. And the reason they come up, y'all, is because these eclipses that we're in 
are in Taurus and Scorpio, and they rule over your money and other people's money because they attach to the second and eighth house. And so like whatever you've been going through with money, if it feels like an activation, it can feel both negative or positive. And Cheryl, I remember when you were going through this and you're like, and now my roof is gone. And now I'm here looking, like, I feel like you told me you were looking at the sky from inside your house or something like. Yeah, it was nuts. Like my ceiling was coming in and that's how it started. It was like water damage. And then all of a sudden it was a raccoon. And then it just kept getting worse and worse. And my whole house fell apart. And in, in, in it, an activation of some sort or some sort of message, any, you know, when we're, when we're going through these things, they're forcing, they're forcing shifts, right? Like whether or not um, it's about money, but it's also about sex. So this was the other piece. Yeah. So like <laughs> these eclipses are about money and they're about sex. So like, it'll be curious to see, like, um, if anything has been really relevant on your hearts, put it in the comments, share it with us. But the main things, giving and receiving, because you had another question in there about pleasure, right? Like, what was the question there? Um, trying to find it here. Do you have it printed out? I do. In front of you? Sorry, I'm just going have, through. Okay. So the first thing we were doing was looking at like money, what's happened in the last, you know, what's, what's happening for you around money, what's happening around that. So then like going through my paper, but I know, so am I, sorry. Are you, (laughs) I wrote a lot. (laughs) You did write a lot and it's so Uh, good. And the idea was around like pleasure. Can you give and receive, you know, and I, I feel like with these eclipses and this energy, like these are going to be the topics we're going to be looking at a lot of money and pleasure, pleasure themes, right? Right. Again, with the Taurus and Scorpio axis, right? We've got Taurus, which is a fixed earth sign and then Scorpio, which is the mysterious water sign. And so there's a big contrast there. Um, so yeah. other people's money and your, how you make money, um, those, it- that's the two in full disclosure, me and Cheryl are Taurus energy. So like (laughs) big time. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. So I think like uh, on, on, when it comes to Taurus and Scorpio, we tend to kind of lean into Taurus a little bit and we learn a lot from Scorpio energy and we'll we'll talk about that, but I want to get us back into kind of this natural understanding of what we're going through. Cause like knowing what an eclipse is, like what an eclipse really, really is, is, is not just something that happens outside of us, but happens inside of us. And they always happen with new moons and full moons, you know, and we go through these cycles and we only get a couple pairs a year to actually hit this energy in such a way. Susan Miller, and we should link this to, has probably the greatest article I've read or ever read on eclipses. And she said, they're like, and like, it's like a new moon times three, because, you know, it's always happening on the new moon and then it's always happening on, on the full moon and they mark beginnings and endings. And I always say with eclipses, it's not the ending of a chapter. It's the ending of a book. And I don't know, you know, what for me as a stubborn Taurus, it usually takes a lot of shaking to get me to like change my 
my approach. I feel like eclipses were like birth concocted by the gods to like take me down when I'm <laughs> getting <Yeah. laughs> what do we do about those really stubborn like ridiculous like can't seem to get the message like let's just tear off their roof let's throw a raccoon in there let's just right I'm into a rattled yes yeah well it's almost a way to like position and force change so I have this other screen up right now because this is live in our group and if you're listening to us on the podcast you can come watch us live too and I wanted to explore and look at new moons and full moons because that's all we're dealing with just on an exponentially like higher level, right? Is there another way to describe it, Cheryl, that you want to no, add? No, I would say, no, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking about this today because I think time is an illusion in a lot of ways. So I was getting very ex existential or around this as I always am. But like, if you look at this is my I don't have the best handwriting or I'm not an artist in the sense that I can draw I can type that's how I write I type um this would be the new moon right in 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 a new moon is a solar is when solar eclipses happen easy breezy yeah. right no light is reflected in the sky nothing can be seen Total eclipse of the heart. Um, <laughs> right you know? And it's it has always, since the beginning of time, marked this tremendous energetic for mankind of going into the void, of going into the cave and coming out new, or of planting a new intention and, and moving forward. And for me, new moons are like they feel kind of like an like the most inward pull in the world for me like a like an introspection of like i don't want to say a, a like a, an intentional collapsing of the fields you know and so when we're in a new moon in general it's the beginning of the journey it's the buying the ticket it's the knowing where to go Cheryl, how do you process planting new moons? the seed yes yeah it's planting the seed it's the beginning it's the initial start of something new yeah it's like the, um, I always talk about creative and destructive forces, but it's like that potent power of creation, you know? So we just had the solar eclipse on October 25th in Scorpio. So if you are a Scorpio or if you're in any of the fixed signs, Cheryl, what are the fixed signs? They are Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius. Yeah. So if any of those signs are active, you're activated technically by this eclipse more than um, the cardinal or the mutable signs. And so what might be new in your life? You know, like what journey are you starting? What business decision did you make? What career switch did you make? What new money is coming in or going out? Like what is the newness for you right now or being activated? right? That would be, that is the new, the new moons always do that. It's just that typically in the eclipse, you didn't ask. for. <laughs> it just happens. You don't have to ask for it. This is the gift from the gods. This yeah. one is, this, this, this is the old gift from the gods. Like if you're going to activate through this eclipse energy, 
it's kind of coming at you. It's not necessarily something that you stumbled, I think, onto on yourself. It's not, you know what I mean? It's the new beginning that was handed into your present awareness, I would say, you know, and so every, every month we have new moons. It's just not that every, not every new moon is a solar eclipse. And this has to do with all the angling of the planets, which we can look at. Um, but from this new moon, we have a cycle we all know so much, right? We have the waxing phases of the moon. We end up having this full moon illumination. And so this is how I always remembered it. <laughs> lunar eclipses are always at the full moon because they're lunar full. <laughs> they're lunar full. They're lunar I love full. that. They're yeah. lunar full. It's more the inner, know. the emotional, the watery, the, the solar is the opposite of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, this is, in reality, this two weeks of time becomes, we, I call it a portal, an eclipse portal, you know, and we're, we're in an eclipse right now. And we're in some sort of change around money and sexuality right now. But you know, what's interesting is like, one of these cycles is like the in and out breath. You know what I mean? I, I always that. say this is the ah. inhale. I do exhale for waxing. No, I was just, most people say the opposite of me. Either way, in, out, like up, down. Who knows when something begins or ends? This is what I was existentially thinking about earlier today. It was like, how do you know if you're in the, the beginning or the ending? How do you know where you're headed? How do you know where you're going? How do you know? Because I feel like so many people are all twisted up in here. And it's like, where where am I? Where am I going? How do I get? You know what I mean? Like after you've had so many of these ups and downs and opens, like how do you know if spirit's calling you to start something new? And Cheryl, and we'll just talk about this because this is relevant. Like, I said, are you sure you're not supposed to move, you know, like with the house? And you're like, no, absolutely not. Right. But like, how do you know that? How do I know that? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Maybe I'm supposed to. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> like when, if it were me, you know, and all we can ever do is be like, well, how would my soul process it? Like, what would I think, you know, but like, if I was going through the amount of like, damage to the place or the thing I would I I would be like is this a forced is this forcing me in a direction how do you know if it's a test versus is it supposed to open you up to a new beginning I suppose like right. what you know and, and maybe we look at the eclipses and maybe if an event happens you know like if you guys look at your life or you think about okay what does this event signify or what am I supposed to do well, the closer to the solar eclipse, would that interpretation be like, hey, move on, get into a new energy? No, maybe not. Maybe that's hang on. Who knows? I, I actually don't know the answer to, to this. No, I think it's just it's, a fun. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's an existential thing because I don't think we like, as far as being stuck within this portal period of time, they're just activation or trigger 
points on this on 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 your path you know they're just looking to open you up to like dude what what do I do here I um I have found that like you know the energy of setting the intentions people love people love to dream people love to vision people love that but the energy of seeing the truth like the lunar eclipse energy and of like shifting it is so much harder it's so much harder I think at least for me personally like you know when I've witnessed it or when you see it, because what is obvious in somebody else's path is never obvious in your own. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's absolutely the truth. You can't see it. You definitely can't see it. No, no. Good point. Well, because it's unconscious, you know, and it's like, how does one see their own unconscious? I can see everybody else's unconscious, but my own, you know, like the, do you see what I'm saying? But yeah. you can't see yeah. your own. And so it feels like the internal expression or experience is always going to be so different. I want you, so read a little bit from your, from your predictions around, around this. And we should, we should process this and see what's coming through. Let me get there. Okay. So New moon solar eclipse. I'm going to the lunar. Give me a second here. You could do, how about I, I more specific? More specifically, the first eclipse. In, oh, no, hang on. Again. Da, da, da. It's still, it's a, it, I, it's Taurus and Scorpio still. <laughs> But just the re- the reverse, because April 30th was Taurus, May was Scorpio, October was Scorpio, and then November was Taurus. So every eclipse in this year is in Taurus and Scorpio. There we go. Why, yeah. Yeah, got it. So do you want me to read? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read, read, read. Excerpt? Okay, so jealousy is money's mistress, and it's not enough. That was the... That was the title of this full moon eclipse. Yeah. Feeling of jealousy on its own isn't enough for me. It adds absolutely zero value to my life. Jealousy is one of the most annoying feelings because it does not lead to any further action. Therefore, it breeds nonsensical complaints, which in themselves are self-defeating. At least if my jealousy motivated me to do something and gave me a goal, then I'd be thankful for it. The problem with jealousy, however, is that it triggers other negative feelings such as inadequacy and self-hatred. So then dissecting the saying jealousy is money's mistress leads me to believe that money also brings on those shitty feelings of self-loathing and hatred. In fact, it may even bring on more. This eclipse is in Scorpio, which is a water sign, so it would be beneficial to take special care of your emotions, including jealousy and your relationship with money. And if you feel triggered by anything, write, write, and write it down. Put your feelings on paper to take the edge off. Due to Scorpio's fixed nature, its waters run deep and its unconscious waters hold certain beliefs. If deeply held expectations are disturbed during 2022, Scorpios may experience heavy seas. 
Do you want me to keep going? Cause the tour well, let's stop. Let's process it. Like, I love yeah. this. Like, I think jealousy is a really interesting emotion. Like it's a, because how it, how I, how we term it versus how I feel it in my body versus when people have it towards me does not, it's counterintuitive to me in every way. Like it doesn't make sense. I don't, doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't. No, it really. Like it's a, um, and I, I was having, so I never really encountered anyone that I know of um, being jealous of me until after I saw a little bit of success. And then when I saw a little bit of success, it was like, holy mother of God, what is this energetic? Everyone like, change. I yep. don't get the energetic. Um, and I think because, I don't know, there's like a million reasons. So jealousy, let's try Let's give it our own definition, Cheryl, because I feel like, I don't, I don't know, because jealousy to me is almost like someone has something you want and you're mad at them for having it, but you're not willing to change to get it for yourself. And you have yes. some sort of projection and blame. And it's, it's like a projection of responsibility, but also an inability to own your shit. And I think when I, anyway, yeah, what, what can we add to this? Let's give it our own definition. Cause I feel like no one explores it and it's a real fucking issue. <laughs> no, it is. I just like the it, jealousy is money's mistress because it is, it's exactly what you said. You have something that somebody else wants, but they're uh, afraid to go get it. They have a fear to go get it. They're a fear of risk. They're a fear of being seen. Like, you know, and we're, well, we take the step to be seen and here we are, right? People well, and I think there's like, there's a, so I like, so money and jealousy, I think people get really jealous of people who have money, but they also get jealous of people who have health or relation, like, relationships. So I think jealousy can be interact with a lot, but I think it's a lot with money. I think it's a lot with money because I think when people make money or something happens or they make money in a certain way, like I've seen two things. I remember, so I remember starting out, like when I was really, really young at work and, um, my business mentor was the greatest salesperson I had. I have never, I had never seen anything like her. And when I met her, my eyes were like, who are you? Teach me everything you know. Like, how are you helping these customers? Because she wasn't doing anything sleazy either. She could have a customer walk into a Lush store and she was the experience, you know? And it was this amazing thing and I couldn't figure out how she did it, but I wanted to learn from her. Other people didn't have that reaction to her. There was other people who were like out to take her down and destroy her and try to like attack her and make her bad because they, from what I wanted would, to be her, they, they couldn't <laughs> do what she did, but they wouldn't even ask her. She would have taught anyone who came into her realm, like, Hey, you're just, you have to help the customer and get over your ego and you'll be fine. You know? And so she taught that to me and I was like, Oh well, that's why no one does very well. Cause they're all up in their own business and nobody's like, like it, it was one of those things, but I think that was one of my first moments of like, well, jealousy literally keeps you stuck because the th you can't even go to the source of what you want to learn to learn because you're so, you're so stuck. I'm not having it. 
you're so you are so mad at their soul for having something you don't have that you don't even have the balls to ask them to teach you perhaps right yeah what about jealousy for you have you ever felt like I that's when I saw someone else being jealous I'll talk about my own jealousy issues they're in a different they're in a different paradigm (laughs) but what about you where do you I think for me that when I for me I see jealousy most in relationships not so much with money between couples yeah if somebody's successful I'm happy that they're successful like I'm not like I wish I was that like I do I do wish I was Emily with four books but I have four books, but thanks. <laughs> Are you projecting into the future? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Cheryl is in the process of publishing a tarot deck. So she just, her energy field hasn't caught up with her accomplishments yet. <laughs> oh, it's true. I forget where I was going with that. Well, I think. Oh yeah, relationships. That well, I, I feel think jealousy will destroy a relationship. Like, because it's. Yes. It's so seedy. It's so like, you don't know that you have it. Like, so I think I was jealous all my life. And this is only a real, like real realization of people who were fit and healthy. Yeah. And now that like, and I had all sorts of judgments and like, I was all sorts of whatever ways of like, well, I don't do that. And I don't do that. And like, well, I don't need to, and da 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 da. And now that I'm getting into like, um, fitness and health and, and taking care of myself, the craziest thing was, I was like, they're not, this isn't about the ego. It's about self-discipline. It's about like taking care of your body. And I like, but if you would have talked to me five years ago, I'd be like, well, they just overvalue the physical or like, I didn't, I had jealousy, but it didn't, it, there was nothing in my consciousness saying you have jealousy here. Like there was no ringing being like, and now you're jealous, Emily. And that's why you need to go explore this. <laughs> Great job. Nailed yeah, it. Jealousy. can run. <laughs> Good job. You've made it. Um, <laughs> but I think that's why it's so sneaky because I think even in projection or like, like, a lot of times you can have the observer quality of yourself, but when you have none of that, like you're completely unconscious to your own field, you just know that something isn't working. And that's what, like, I think like you just know something isn't working, but you can't figure it out, but you also don't want it to be you. That's not working. You want it to be the thing outside you. That's not working. That's yes. Right. And so like, in you're stuck. So you're stuck in this loop. You're stuck Let in between. <laughs> And then the eclipses come to kick your ass. And that's all I have to say about that. We have some comments. So Angela says, um, jealousy is when we are allowing ourselves to feel less than unhealed shadow work, hundo. Um, And then Colleen or Cece says the evil eye. She says what? The evil eye. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that what the evil eye is about? Like, I don't. Oh, you need to look into this. I do need to look into that. Um, And then she also, uh, Angela also wrote, I also feel it's when we are not aligned to our divine self. It's true. It's true. I, um, there was, there's a a dude I follow. He's, he's an interesting character on YouTube. Um, He talks his, like his whole channel is about jealousy, you know? And he explained it in a way where I finally heard it, where he was like, it's when you love and hate something at the same time. Oh, that's good. 
So like when I love and hate something at the same time now, or, or somebody's energy field likes me one minute and hates me the next, and I can feel them flipping on me. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Or I feel my field flipping on something. Then I, then that's what I ask. I'm like, is there, is there a vibration of jealousy in here? Is there, and then, and then like, even if you know that, what do you do with that? Then I try to talk to my like process responsibility or like, what am, what am I not admitting to myself? Or like, what is, what has not fully reached the lunar, this like full illumination in my, my spirit. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Jealousy There's some can- real ugly jealousies. Which one's the ugliest? What do you think? What's the ugliest jealousy? Is it money? Is it love relationships? Is it it's got to be, it's got to depend on what the soul's been fighting for. I can't, you can't really get jealous in a, in a genre that you're killing it in. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. I, I was trying to, I wouldn't have, like, I don't have, like relationships and jealousy wouldn't have even crossed like love relationships and jealousy wouldn't have crossed my mind, but it's, it's gotta be a real thing between couples and I've never experienced it. Oh yeah. Jealousy like I can't like it, like it perplexes me. Did you see my eyebrow? <laughs> how does that even, <laughs> but you're a couple, you're one being, how does that even have a How can you be jealous of each other? I can't even process it, but physical body and fitness, I can totally process that. Right. Because that, because that's my, that's where my channel needs needed to open up or learn. Do you want to keep reading from your thing? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Cause we're going on to the, uh, the clips now. Let me see here. So while Taurus deals with matter, personal values, material goods, possessions, and security, Scorpio rules the destruction of form, shared possessions, change, and transformation. With the Taurus sun, we are encouraged to enjoy the simple and tangible things of life. And the Scorpio moon highlights the complexities, intangibles, and mysteries of life. The consequence of ignoring either end of the axis would be disastrous. This full moon invites us to find a balance between these two energies. There are emotional declarations to be made during this full moon. Something has been building inside of us, likely of an intimate nature, and now it is time, the time when the energy of the cosmos fairly demands that we let it out. Want me to keep going? Mm-hmm. This year, scammers get scammed. Next part. <laughs> Say that again. This year, the scammers- This is the year yeah. that scammers get scammed. Eclipses bring erratic, unpredictable energy, but also destined events. New moon eclipses are among the most, ex- oh, now I'm getting into the new moon ones from October 25th instead of full moon. Do you want me to keep? Well, we're good. Let's talk about scammers. Let's talk about scammers. Let's talk about the saying of being eclipsed. Oh, I was eclipsed. Because so a scammer times. has eclipsed you. You got eclipsed by another mind, right? Good time. This idea of being eclipsed, it's been written about, it's in music lyrics, it's in songs, it's in poetry. Um, It's an old idea. I think it's most prevalent in like the student teacher because the student is supposed to go further than the teacher. Like that has all, that's the exact mentality that's supposed to happen. But people have, a lot of teachers fight that. They don't want to be eclipsed by the student or anything like that. And we do this, we have this with sibling relationships growing up. We have this whole idea of being our light being blocked out and not being able to be seen, right? Like how do we, the being eclipsed, what else would you add to that? 
I want to add one thing before yeah. we even go further. The elections coming up on the day of the eclipse. How did the ancients, do you know anything about how the ancients used to put people politically in power? If it was on an eclipse, they would, put, I read something that they would put somebody else, like other than the king that was ruling in place during the eclipse for a period of time and then take them back out and put the king back in because they believed that eclipses were like bad, scary things in the ancients. I I cannot, I understand that. I mean, they moved kings around for the solar return chart. So like, I absolutely like, yes. I, I believe that. And I think it's, it's a dismantling time, you know, yeah. and being eclipsed or what will, what will come over someone, you know, I think we should share the stage always and share our light. And there's a lot of fighting though, and jealousy and competition and stuff. And I think, you know, if you think about um, sibling nature or even competitive sports, which I never had anything to do with, but I assume there was like, there was probably like one person, you know, they reward it. Like you get most valuable player, like, right. Aren't there these things that exist yes. in the universe? Yeah. You know, and so like other people might feel completely eclipsed to not seeing like their contribution doesn't matter, but I think everyone's contribution matters. So it's interesting that they would try to navigate that. I don't know if it's like a, like a, a piece of the puzzle of like, the thing about power hungry energy fields is they're insatiable, you know? So maybe it's like a way of trying to counteract that insatiable part of a being who just can't ever be satisfied. I don't know. The king. Yeah. Maybe? yeah who knows? And like, literally like this is like the, probably the worst day to have an election in the States. And I wonder how that decision came because you know that astrology is a part of oh all of that I would like it's well, yeah. behind the scenes like what so. is happening behind the scenes and I do know that like politicians and people do consult astrologers and it is a real yeah. thing um and it is it's fascinating yeah did they pick that on purpose or was it you know what I mean where like, are you Rebecca wait <laughs> I know we need her we right need now. Our we need fascinating our to me, waiting for this day to go down. <laughs> you know, it, it makes me more nervous. You know, I feel like too, like when it's it's hard. This is going to be an existential thing, but like the moment the soul tries to align events on purpose with the cosmos, it almost fires back and doesn't work for them. But if they accidentally scheduled it on this date, it would mean more to me than if people are like playing, playing demigods yeah. down here on earth, trying to be like, and no, we will sabotage things with the eclipse. So I feel like that's just the ego playing games. But if they're just going about their business and we accidentally plan that, you know, so there's that level too of like dissection of, of looking at it. What were we talking about before that? I'm going, I went into a rabbit yeah. hole. Um, scammers. Scammers. And being yeah. eclipsed. Yes. Because one thing that happens with scammers, and Cheryl has a story about scammers. I have my own story about scammers. And then um, a whole so like reworking of that energy. You know, like with scammers, one of the things I learned is that a lot of people can't even speak up and say they were scammed because they're too embarrassed of themselves. <laughs> 
and it's so sad to me. And I, um, I had, I've been scammed multiple times and I, first you bend over and you take it and you're like, you dummy, like duh, duh. then, then you get fierce and rough and tough. And you're like, I will, how dare you know what I mean? Oh yeah. The but emotions that come up is insane. And it's, we don't just get scammed with finances. We get scammed all over the place. Like their scams, their scams be running in a lot of places. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, and the problem is, is we can't even use our voice sometimes to be like, well, this isn't right. Like, or whatever, but share your scam. And then I'll share one of my scams. <laughs> Mine was, a, it was a very, very elaborate scam. So me back in 2011 got married went on my honeymoon and got <laughs> bought a timeshare and yes I am one of those that gets suckered <laughs> in to everything if you talk to me I'll buy it yep I know I can admit that now seriously I'm like yeah I'd love this like drinking strawberries and champagne yeah sign me up for a timeshare that I'm never going to go amazing fuck anyway so <laughs> biggest mistake ever that's great I've been trying to sell it this whole time so this scam was literally eight months long and it started with an 800 number that had a website that had everything they were claiming to be salespeople for timeshares people trying to get rid of their timeshares and all this stuff I was talking to this lady who was 1-800 number like it was legit she's like we got it it's all good we're going to sell it for you, sending me all this paperwork. I had to sign, da, 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 all this stuff. Then all of a sudden there was an issue and I was, there was two American lawyers from LA that came into the picture and they had an office. They had like all the stuff on Google. They had their own phone number. This was all a lie, by the way, fake lawyers. And they're like, oh, okay. So like, this is what's happened. Like it was some lie. Then they ended up losing the check. So then we had to get there, then there was a lawyer from uh, Mexico that came into play and she pulled on my heartstrings. She became a friend because she was going to help me. And then she got in an accident because I didn't hear from her for eight days and she was in the hospital. So I, she made me feel bad that she was in the hospital, but really it was part of the scam. So I'm just e-transferring money over for these lawyers. I'm e-transferring, waiting for this check that was never coming, kept e-transferring. 5,000 different people end up like becoming a part of this scam, like people at the border, fake border control, a guy named Mario. Like I know these people over nine months and I kept transferring money over to them. $35,000 I got scammed for. But when I finally figured out, I was like, what the hell? Like, I'm going to send money again. Like what is happening right now? Did you go to someone? How did you figure out it was a scam then? Did when did you confront them? Whatever happened? Yeah, I ended up I I I it was actually my boyfriend at the time. My boyfriend at the time was like this sounds too good to be true and I was like, "Oh no, they're going to sell it for me. This is so great." And he did he was the one that was like, "No, like these things are elaborate." Like the Mexican like, <laughs> scam. I saw a documentary on like like scammers who can like change their voice and like they go to like and they're like they're like 17 characters in the same scam like 
a different phone numbers. Like, so did you just withdraw and- without like, or did you legally go after them or did you? I couldn't because I was, I was e-transferring. Like I was sending money from like bank from Scotiabank here to Scotiabank in Mexico. Like, and I Googled it. There was Scotiabank phone number, all fake. It was all a lie. There was like stages to the scam. And I still own the timeshare if anybody's wondering. Yeah, does anyone want to buy? buy She's going to add it. (laughs) Does anybody want to buy my damn timeshare? Because like, come on now. I've spent quite a bit of money on it. (laughs) Bitch, we need to get over there. Let's throw a retreat at the timeshare. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Give me that. I want that strawberry daiquiri. Oh, man. (laughs) But it's... um. I find that scamming is an eclipsing. It, it reminds me of eclipses because like you dolled out their, your light to believe their light. That's how a scam feels to me because I think yes. there's like this inkling, but then you're like, no, no, no. And then they gaslight you. So you gaslight you. So any comments on, uh, coming through around your experience in the Facebook no, group? Let me see. Let me check. Is that any buyers on the, on the, um, on the on the timeshare wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> uh it's a second to the oh hang on watching with you no no comments we're good okay. i um my scam was a little bit different you know and one of the things i realized with my scam is that i i like um i um I had just come back from like a marketing conference because, you know, always trying to like learn and and figure things out. And I had gotten an email from like a lit, like a person that I had followed for so long that was like, Hey, we're looking for people to partner with. Right. And I was like, Ooh, they don't have an, like, I love astrology. Like, let me see if they want an astrologer. And so I reached out to them and they were like, yeah, that's amazing. We've never had an astrologer and like da, 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 da. And you actually paid in for this partnership because the idea was then like, you know, you, you'd be able to connect with all these people and it would be so great. And so I paid in, um, not 35 grand. I think it was more like 1500 or 2000 or something. Um, though I have another like 10 gram scam, but like, that's real one scam at a time right um one scam at a time guys embarrassing enough (laughs) (laughs) here's the thing this scam was my last scam and I don't think I'll ever be scammed again because now I am like a like a wolverine like fierce like I will whatever it takes to destroy you I will destroy you because they 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 did some sneaky 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 stuff so I paid in and I was like, okay, you know, like, well, they're like, well, you know, we, we have so many people, like, we're going to have to wait to do this with you. And so like, here's the date and we'll get in touch or whatever. And then they never got in touch. And then I followed up and then they're like, no, it's still time. We're still waiting. And they kept doing this whole like waiting, waiting thing. Oh, and I was like, I, and then I finally was like, waiting for what? Like, no, like, well, then I don't like, I, I got to that point of like, something didn't feel right. So I was like, look, I'm going to pull out. Like, this isn't going to work for me or whatever. Um, And then eventually to the point where I was like, I had paid them through PayPal. So I, um, I disputed it through PayPal. Okay. 
But when I went to dispute it, then all of a sudden they were all like, oh my God, I can't believe you would ever think that about us. That is totally not who we are as a brand. Like they flipped it back on me. Like how, who, what, how could you ever suspect that about someone who's all like, you know, we're light and love. Like, and I was like, you know, and so then they bamboozled me and I was like, I had to re-release the funds through PayPal. But then they ignored me again. And then I was, cause then I, I doubted myself. I was like, well, maybe they were backed up. Maybe I am being, maybe I am whatever. Always go with your gut. I should have gone with my, well, it doesn't. So, so this was a learning lesson for me because this was my eclipsing moment. And I was like, once, once you dispute your PayPal thing, once you can't, you can't dispute it again. So that was the problem. But then I was like, oh no, you don't. And I was like, these banks work for us <laughs> to my bank. And I was like, I took that shit down. I went after it and they couldn't, I, I had proof that they never delivered on the, the service agreement and um, my bank got my money back and I never heard from them again. And like, I, I, um, because they were full of crap because it was a scam at that point, but I couldn't tell if it was a scam. And when you think it's somebody good on the other side and you're trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, but like, how often do we do that? Like how often do we overly give the benefit of the doubt to somebody else? Always. Way too much for Way me. Way too much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, in Taurus and Scorpio, when we talk about the mystery of the unseen and money and values, like there are people who play the game in very different ways. And that's what I've realized. They would rather put their energy into figuring out elaborate scams than to make money, like to do it legitimately. To do like, it the right way. Yeah. That's what brings, but this is a pleasure principle. That's what brings them pleasure. They let, they enjoy that process of trying to trick finagle. Um, I was just listening to a training that the first thing in a scam, the first person to scam you is yourself. So that's what the scammer does. They get you to believe something within yourself so that you will then default like it's all the scam is happening in you. They get to energetically trick you in your field do you know what I mean like with the accident or whatever yeah. like and they bring up your maternal instinct or yes your she had me feeling so, so like, bad you're your own worst enemy in a scam because you're believing your your heartstrings they pull up that that is the the artistry of the scam is pulling on someone's heartstrings I think because when I was like oh of course you're backed up of course how could I be how could I be so selfish to think that you would contact me? Oh God. Communication? No, you have no time. Oh God. Oh. So that's the scammers. Has anyone else been scammed? Put it in the comments. We'd love to hear. Yeah. Who else has been scammed? <laughs> scammed? Did you or did so you not go after them? I have, it brings me great pleasure to go after scammers now. I will hunt you. You are not the predator. <laughs> I will become the predator to take me. you down, scammer. <laughs> like, no way. Uh-uh. Not, <laughs> I don't care oh what it takes. I don't care how, this is, but this is what I had to get to. I don't care how dumb I look. I, you know what I mean? Because I was really embarrassed. I was like, well, I was so embarrassed. It's so much money. And I had everybody would knew what was going on. I kept going to the bank and like, oh my God, it, they, they lost it. They lost the check. Well, it's, and, and that fear of looking dumb will make oh. you do even dumber things. That's the problem. 
like you know too like when people have inklings in relationships like um maybe it's not the jealousy bug like we were talking about before but like this like doubt like are they cheating on me you know but you like don't really ask them you don't really you don't want to like look into it or whatever but like you don't actually um, want to know the answer <laughs> well you don't you I think it's also like you don't want to be the person who got cheated on I once did something. No, I won't even know. Get this story. I can't stop my story off. No, you can't. Story off podcast. <laughs> you have to now. Can't do that. First of all, I don't. I, the, the, I, I have never been cheated on and I've never cheated. However, I have friends who have and I am ferocious and I will sleuth and I will spy and I will figure shit out. And that's all you need to know. And that is all you need to know Um, because like, but you know, it's interesting how the energy field responds. I, no one's tried to scam me since I went after that last one. And I was like, at any, at any cost, I was like, I will take you down. I will go after you on Facebook. I will create accounts and I will mark you as like spam. I will allow that. But it's really weird how then life changes because I feel like the scammers, like not that one. She's too risky. <laughs> like she's yeah, yeah. She's, she's, on she will again. kill us. She will come for us. No, Rebecca, I won't kill anyone. Thank you, lawyer. Here, Rebecca being like, Emily, don't say those things. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah. Any more in your report? We have a few minutes. What else? Let's finish yeah, through a few more things. Does anybody have any questions? Yeah, does anybody have any sure. questions? We've been I can't sell on Facebook Marketplace without the scammers popping up from James Prairie. Um, any questions on the live? No? You know, and I know Cheryl wants to get into your houses, but where these I eclipses do. happen in your astrological houses is of significance. Um, and you want to know where your the, the eclipses light you up. And maybe we can create a small tutorial video or something to like look that up. Um, because what do you want to say about the houses, Cheryl? You love them. I mean, I print I love off, the houses. Of course. I printed off some things in case we we got there yeah. on what the sun in the house would do and then the moon in the house, what the act like what could activate or manifest. Yeah, read them. What do we got? Okay. So if the moon, if the lunar eclipse is in your first house hang on one second here or the seventh house you're in a, so if that that's the axis you're in a position yeah. of choosing the outcome particularly in a relationship situation keep a partner snag a new partner or release a partner <laughs> or release <laughs> See you later bye i love releasing releasing's great um, legal matters could also be at issue. This is an excellent time for resolution to your benefit, even if you don't end up winning the lawsuit. Enemies are likely to leave you alone at this point if you tell them to. Peace is at hand with this transit if you choose. That's the first. Is this for the solar point. eclipse or the lunar eclipse? This is the solar. Oh, sorry. Solar in the first house, moon in the seventh. So the new moon in the first. Yes. And the moon, if the moon is in your seventh house, that was for that as well. Okay. If the moon is in your, see, I'm kind of going backwards here. Here, I'll go moon in the first house. 
The lunar event in the first house can be one where you virtually wear your emotions on your sleeve. You may feel unable to contain or constrain your emotions. Well, that sounds very familiar. I had an ugly cry moment on Wednesday. Like, ugly cry. Is this yeah. where yours is in the first yeah. happened? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone and their neighbor will likely know exactly how you're feeling. You may not feel like you have much control within relationships either. The events may move so quickly that the situation with your partner is said and done before you even had a chance to sort out what you really want. That's lunar in the first. Lunar in the second. Do you want me to keep going through them? Yeah, just snippet them down to the main point, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So lunar in the second. Discovering a need to receive something from someone else. A sense of self-security may be an issue highlighted at this time. Values based on self-worth and how that relates to others is the most basic level might become, in, uh, as the most basic level might become an issue. The third house is education and belief systems are sometimes at odds at this time. One could call this the eclipse of wisdom and knowledge given and received. Grandparents and grandchildren tend to learn something from each other. A sibling or neighbor may also have an emotional pull. This could be a time of learning the importance of basic and higher education, regardless of whether this means actually attending school or graduating from the School of Hard Knocks. Fourth, there might be a change in residence soon as a result of your job. It could indicate a form of retirement from your work or a need slash desire to spend more time at home. A common theme is the emotional need to redecorate or reconstruct the home. So the fourth house is all about roots and home. Can also bring a new awareness of balancing your time between home and career in the most productive manner without sacrificing one for the other. Fifth house, am I going too fast or are we good? We're good. Well, just because you're doing the you're doing lunar, you'll go eclipse. to the sixth, right? Yeah. Yeah. Lunar. Yeah. So now I'm on the fifth. Yeah. Lunar. While there is possibility that you might become more involved in social organizations, it is more likely that you will only do so if you have the extra time already available to you. More likely, you look for emotional pleasures from creative projects or envision the potentials from taking a risk. Love can blossom or a new baby might be just around the corner. If you have children, you may find that they take center stage by needing you more now or that you are feeling torn as they grow up and move away so quickly. Sixth, uh, sixth house, sixth, sixth house. house. Sixth house. <laughs> that's, the vir that's the virgin Terrible. energy. <laughs> <laughs> so with the moon in the sixth, that means the sun is gonna be in the 12th. And so that can indicate a time of self-awareness about restrictions. Health could be the subject that we focus on, but the overall outcome is typically positive. It could feel like a release from the chains that were binding you. A new outlet or new perspective is on the horizon. So we already did the seventh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those gives you guys the like the first to the seventh, the second to the eighth, so forth and so on through the chart. In Typically, the lunar and the solar eclipses happen in opposite houses, though they don't always, depending on your birth chart. I think 
Should I show people how to get this information? I was just, yes, because right Amanda okay. has asked, how do you tell which host the eclipse is Okay, in? so I'm, I'm sure going to walk you guys there. through this. This is a really basic concept, so it's it's super good to know. The zodiac is made up of 12 signs, think 12 months, 12 signs, and each has 30 degrees. Take a circle, divide it by 12 segments, each gets 30 degrees. You just need to know that mathematics to figure this out. So go ahead and share my screen. If you guys go to my website, it's for free here. You can go to navigator access. We need to know your natal chart, which is your birth chart. So just click there, scroll down, and then you're going to input. Ah, that's for my blog. That's my crazy sun picture. I love it. Thanks. So beautiful. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a very so fun photo shoot. So I was wiped down and baby oil and glitter. <laughs> and I got a rash. So this is absolutely astrology.com and it's called the Natal Chart Navigator on Emily's website. Perfect. So you put in your birth data. Now you will run into a problem if you're a fast typer, which I have found most people are um, when you get to the city part. But I'm just running my actual thing so I can show you, for example. Okay. So you get your here, you select the state. Do you see how this pop down comes up? You have to select from there and it loads your longitude and latitudes. Once you hit calculate your chart, my form goes with my book. So it's like basic not in symbols, so it's easy to read. What happens is table two tells you how the zodiac falls into your astrological houses. So if you looked here, this would, the way I would read this is I would say, I have 17 Capricorn starts my first house, 19 Aquarius starts my second house, one Aries starts my third. If you are a complicated soul, you will know it because you will have a lot of, you have these hidden signs in your charts and you'll have weird weird things going on. Like I don't, um, my Pisces is over here, but you wouldn't see it listed here. Okay. So just know there's complicated souls in which I am one, which is why my, <laughs> solar, and my solar and lunar eclipse are not directly across from each other. So it becomes a little bit more of an art form to figure out. So here's how you figure it out. The Zodiac goes in order, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, so forth and so on. You see it here, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, la da 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 each has 30 degrees. The October 25th solar eclipse was at two Scorpio. So you would have to scan this to say, okay, cool. So if this is 13 Scorpio on my 10th, but it's happening at two Scorpio, then I know that it is happening in my ninth house. Does that make sense? Yeah. Following? For me? So I had a ninth house solar eclipse. Yeah, no questions yet. We're good. Now, the other one that's coming up on the eighth is at 16 degrees Taurus. So if you look through this again, and I'm like, okay, Aries, 13 degrees Taurus to two Gemini, then I know that it's in my fourth house because it happens at um, 16 degrees Taurus. So I have a ninth and a fourth house. So you can look up and see which one of these things is activated. And then essentially, if you want to make it like really simple, which I'm about to, you ready for it, guys? 
I have well here we go drawing yeah with my bad <laughs> my my really old videos did drawings I had to hide them because they were so bad okay <laughs> this is my chart <laughs> and these are the 12 houses one two three four five six seven eight nine ten one twelve okay this is these houses are the I and we relationship energy that's it think that's of it for my moon and sun that's it's the simplest thing so yeah. there's push pull between the i and we partnership sovereign energy interdependent energy codependency all the things all the things belong there mine yours money 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 it's about resources but one of the re the biggest resource we have it, our current evolution is money. So we think in terms of money, but it's mine, yours. It could have been land. It could have been cattle. It could have been anything. If I had 20 cows oh. and you had one, <laughs> I had 20 cows wandering down the road. Oh. Right? So this can be, I'm trying to think of the, the simplest way to do the third. Um, I learn, I perceive. I was going to do elementary learning. Okay. Yeah. And then higher learning. And then, yeah. So this is about the mind. This is about perception. This is about stories. This is about who you tell yourself you are. This is about who other people tell you you are. This is thought forms. It's Gemini and Sagittarius. Your yeah. thought. There's just all, a lot of thought. Scary. Okay. Home work pleasure play kids children <laughs> fun i love the fifth i house. would say no self-expression self <laughs> group expression how about one night stands and group expression one night stand orgy <laughs> Yeah. Woo! See when Rebecca's not here, me and Cheryl have too much, too much fun. <laughs> oh. This could be a couple of things. This is how I view the six is the one-to-one -one service, and this is one to many. Um, or you can think of like um your individual relationship um to your contributions to like how you contribute to the whole. So these are the breakdowns, a simpler breakdown of the houses minus my horrible handwriting and all of that. Um, but when we were talking about Scorpio and Taurus, since the natural houses are associated with the Zodiac, we're just going to keep going there. We're just adding this Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sag, Cap, Aquarius, Pisces. This is why me and Cheryl are all about like money, jealousy, possessions, resources, because technically the energetic of the eclipses is activating Taurus and Scorpio. And watch this. Remember when we were talking about fixed signs? Yes. The reason we are 
Man, sometimes I wish I was really good at drawing because this could have been like a home run. I think it looks nice. Thank you. That's a, that, <laughs> So those are the fixed signs because there's a pattern in the zodiac. Cardinal, fixed, mutable. Cardinal, fixed, mutable. Cardinal, fixed, mutable. Cardinal, fixed, mutable. And it's a tension point because if you make dots in all of these, what shape will it make? What shape will it make? <laughs> what shape? Square, square. Do, 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 do. So that's why you get more activated if you're a fixed sign, because it's a direct tension point to the um, positioning of the eclipses. So now that we've ended on, I don't know what happened. I just was like sharing all no, that. No, no, that was perfect. No, that was I hope really that good. was helpful <laughs> to anybody. Yeah, because I'm like reading through the houses and then they don't know. Um, I could send, I could Yeah, you could put, put that in the post. Yeah, I will post the the effects or how it might, what each house means. Yeah, and we should Certainly. share again the yearly calendar too. Yes. Yes. So okay. thank you guys for coming and tuning in with us. If there's any last questions, go ahead and put it in the comments. If you have any ideas of topics you want us to discuss next time, we are so happy to explore eclipses and jealousy and the scammers getting scammed and all the energy and all the fun things that we did today. Um, Cheryl, anything you want to add? No, thank you so much for, for being with us live. And I will be posting some, uh, some information on the houses for you. All right. Bye-bye. Love you.